1: Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the NBA front office show where you're going to get all your NBA news without the hot takes. We're not going to be screaming in our cameras or anything like that. Well, unless maybe we talk Lakers and Celtics or something, but <laughs> otherwise you're going to get all your NBA news as unbiased as we can bring it to you and hot take free. I'm Trevor Lane. You can find me on Twitter at Trevor Lane. Make sure you are subscribing right here the NBA Front Office YouTube channel or the NBA Front Office podcast feed over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is that you listen to podcasts, depending on whether you're watching or listening to this right now. Joining me as always is Keith Smith. Keith, how are you doing?
2: I'm good, man. Yeah, you, you go hot take on the prediction episode. That's right. Uh, where, where, where we're going to start our predictions today. We're going to do our standings predictions, our playoff predictions, and our NBA finals predictions. We'll do individual awards uh, probably tomorrow. And then Monday, our plan is Monday we'll catch up with all the news as far as all the, the waivers and cuts and all that as teams get into regular season roster compliance. The vast majority of that uh, will go down over the next few days really through uh, – Saturday uh at 5 p.m. is the, the kind of unofficial drop dead time, but it could drag into you know Monday for a couple teams. But but Saturday, unless you want to have uh some guaranteed money on the books for guys you wouldn't have otherwise, you gotta wave them by Saturday. But today's all about, about uh seeing how silly we look uh what six or so months
1: from now when uh when the season wraps up. Yeah, invariably we're going to be wrong on at least some of these. But nonetheless, it's always a fun exercise to make predictions here on how things are going to play out. There's a reason why you actually play the games, of course, because you (laughs) never know. Look, Like last year, I'm pretty sure both of us had the Memphis Grizzlies on the outside looking in, and then they had one of the best seasons in in the league, and and we're an inspiring team and a lot of fun. So you never know what's going to happen once the ball is actually on the floor. But this is just us taking what we know as of this moment, and information will change as the season starts up, but making some predictions based on what we know right now. Uh, Keith, why don't we kick things off? Let's go Eastern Conference uh, first and let's dive into that one. Both conferences really are are interesting here. So uh, it's going to be a lot of fun to do this. Yeah,
2: absolutely. So kind of how I like to think through this, just to to break down my logic on this is I like to think, think in terms of tiers and Mm -hmm. that's kind of how I put the teams. Um, And then I start going through and I take, take a stab at their records and things like that. And then make sure my math works. So I have only, you know, 1230 uh, games in there and all that good stuff, because that's how many games are in an NBA regular season. Um, But so what, what, what I think we'll do here, if you're in agreement, we'll each run through our top six, Mm-hmm. Um in the east here to start. So that's the assured playoff teams. Then we'll do the play-in teams and then we'll talk to teams at the bottom. So, in order for me, call me a homer if you want. I have the Celtics at the top of the conference. I, mm-hmm. I, I think Ime Udoka being gone is one thing, but I think Malcolm Brogdon being in, whole bigger thing, uh more important, it means a heck of a lot more. Um, but that doesn't mean I necessarily think that they're far and away. I have Philadelphia second. I have Milwaukee third. I think those three teams are on very equal footing. Yeah. I just think the Bucks are at a point in their their kind of um, franchise arc here where the regular season doesn't really mean all that much to them. Um, I think those three teams kind of set themselves apart. Then have the Nets in a tier of their own, I, right, the Nets are the team that could make you look really dumb both ways. It could be fourth in the conference could be too low uh, or it could be way too high. It's, it's, I feel like I'm going to be wrong on that one way or the other um, depending on who shows up and who plays. And then my last two assured playoff teams have Miami and Toronto. I wanted to pick Cleveland or Atlanta. We'll get into them in a minute, but I had Miami Toronto. I just can't go against the, you know, kind of known factors, the coaching and all that stuff. So in order for me, top six, Boston, Philadelphia, Milwaukee, Brooklyn, Miami, Toronto.
1: Okay. All right. Pretty good ranking there. I agree with you on the top three, not in terms of order, but just in that of those three 76ers bucks Celtics, whichever team you want to say is the first out of that group. Okay. I can, I can fully buy it. I can see it. No argument for me the way I have it ranked. I just looked at it in terms of who's going to have the biggest chip on their shoulder. Who's going to have the most to prove this season. I think the Bucks being a a recent title winning team, the Celtics being in the finals last year, both those teams have a very good understanding of what it takes in order to get to the finals and the fact that this is a marathon, not a sprint. So I have the 76ers pushing down on the gas pedal the most during the regular season. Again, not saying they are of a different quality than those other teams, just who do I think is going to go the hardest during the regular season? And so I've got the 76ers at the top of the list, followed by the Bucs, followed by the Celtics. Uh, But again, you can mix and match that however you want and you'll get no argument from me there. Um finishing out that tier though, I have uh the Miami Heat, the Cavs, I'm giving them some credit for jumping up a bit here, and I've got the Brooklyn Nets. Again, the Net- the Nets are the one team where if when the dust all settles, <laughs> if they were they were the number 1 team in the conference, I would say, okay, I could see that path or if they were a play-in team, I would say, okay, yeah, I could I could see yep. that happen as well. They have the widest range of outcomes here. But that's the way I've got my, my top six. All right. Let's hear your play-in teams, and then I'll give you mine. Uh, play-in teams. So I have uh, the Raptors, which very nearly – I know you had them in your top tier. We're, we're right there. I've got the Hawks. I've got the Bulls. And I've got the New York Knicks making their way into the, the play-in. Um, again, to me, I feel like the Raptors and perhaps the Hawks – are the kind of, are are where I draw the line in that group. I think they're of a different quality than uh, the Bulls and the Knicks. The Bulls, part of that being injury-related this season.
2: Yeah, and I think that's totally fair. So I've got Cleveland in, in, just to give everybody a sense, I've got Cleveland only a couple wins behind Miami, who I have in fifth, and I have Cleveland in seventh. I have Chicago in eighth, and I might still be a little high on them there. I don't feel super comfortable about that one. I do think they're they're going to be down in the play-in um, along with then Atlanta and then I have New York, same as you. Um, I have those teams down in the play-in tournament. Um, so our top 10, slight difference in order, but, mm-hmm. but we've got the same uh, 10 teams making the the postseason um, there. So then uh, that would put what? For me, I would have Cleveland versus Chicago in the 7-8 game and Atlanta hosting New York in the 9-10 play-in game.
1: Mm-hmm. And the way I have it, it will be it would be Raptors and Hawks and then Bulls and, and Knicks. Um, again, though, you can mix and match those teams quite a bit.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Now, bottom of the Eastern Conference. Um, I have I have a pretty clear delineation. So okay. just in terms of wins, I have the Knicks getting to 500 and being the final team in in the play in. Okay. And then I have the Wizards next in 11th and I have them six games behind. Uh, I, I think we're not going to have a race to that tenth seed because I think what's going to happen is you're going to see teams say, "All right, we're out. We're then we are out out. We're going to be doing everything to get to the bottom here as much as we can." And I just don't trust the Wizards to stay healthy. Um, I think. You know if if we were talking you know In April and it's like man, the Wizards Made the plan I wouldn't be shocked I I Think they've got the talent I just don't Trust them to stay healthy then I've got Detroit and Orlando next I Think they're going to be what I like to call Naturally bad teams like they're Not necessarily trying to be bad Now they may be down the stretch but I just Think they're they're young they're not quite ready Yet I've Charlotte I push Charlotte down after the Lamelo injury I just don't think they're going to do Much trying to win Uh, they this year, so I pushed them down to 14th. and Then Indiana 15th, and I think the Pacers are. I, there's a chance that they finished. You know, so you, you could really kind of mix up Orlando, Charlotte, and Indiana, probably in any order you want. Uh, maybe throw Detroit in that mix. I think they're maybe a step ahead of those teams, but I just put Indiana at the bottom just because I think Indiana is going to be full on and hey. We, let's try to go get a start of there with Tyrese Halliburton mode uh, by the time we hit the trade deadline and later and that might be one where it's a oh yeah Tyrese Halliburton's having back spasms that keep him out for four weeks or something like
1: that right yeah yep I can definitely see I think we're going to see a lot of those kind of shenanigans oh, yeah. around the NBA particularly with what we've already seen out of Victor Wembanyama and uh, Scoot Henderson uh, I, I actually I, I pretty much mimic you here Keith I've got uh, in my bottom tier here, I've got the Wizards, the Pistons, and in this order, the Wizards, the Pistons, I've got the Magic, the Hornets, and the Pacers. And, and <laughs> again, I've got, I, I'm have got i kind of buying into that premise that you and I discussed, I believe it was yesterday uh, with the Hornets, maybe day before, about now that Lamella Ball is injured, them potentially seeing this as an opportunity to bottom out, trading off pieces. I also have sure. the Pacers at some point moving on from Miles Turner, maybe Buddy Healed as well. Um, I think there's a lot of incentive if they're not certain that Turner is going to re-sign for them to go ahead and move him. Uh, so mm-hmm. I think they're going to make those moves, which is only going to further their tanking experiment here. So that's the mm-hmm. way I've got the bottom of the conference. Uh,
2: well, What's funny is usually, right. We've done this a few years now. And usually this is where the fans start hammering us. And I think their <laughs> fans are like, you were too high on us. Yep, you, that's know, right. <laughs> you know, a couple of those teams. So that, that's kind of funny. All right. We'll let you lead us off in the Western conference. Um, I, I I just they assume you can lead us off with the Lakers at the top of the conference. Ab- absolutely.
1: Doubt. Yeah. The Lakers <laughs> are clearly the dominant presence in the West. There's, there's no question there. Um, no, I'm like, I'm actually. I'm going to go with the complete opposite, and I've got the Clippers at the top of the Western Conference. So, um, let me give you my top. Let me see my top. You need to
2: cover all the Lakers stuff behind you now, like the Clippers do, and in in, uh, but whatever it's called now, the crypt or whatever we're calling it. Keith, you you know what this is, right?
1: (laughs) Reverse (laughs) Jinx time. There it is. Yeah, there it is. That's 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 what we're doing here. That's what. (laughs) No, I mean, look, really, when I look at this roster, I know they've had injury concerns, but when I look at this roster, I think they have the depth to manage Agreed. periods of not having Kawhi Leonard, Paul George. I think they're arguably the deepest roster in the, in the league, particularly when I look at their wing depth, which is incredibly important in today's NBA. Um, so I have the Clippers at the top of the conference, again, looking at who really has the most to prove um, compared to some of the other teams that have you know kind of been there, particularly when we talk about the Warriors. So I have the Clippers uh, at one, I have the Warriors, the Suns, the Grizzlies, uh, the Pelicans, and then the Nuggets with the Pelicans again making a, a big leap up this season. So that's my top six uh, in the West. All right, so we've got some differences. Yes, there, I, I had a number. feeling we would in the, in yeah. the Western Conference.
2: Um, I, I want to say I completely agree with your, your Clippers' uh, thoughts, I, I except I'm going to change one thing. I don't think it's arguably. I think they are the deepest team in, in the league. I mean, they're, they're backups. Bring Could on that jinx. The playoffs, that's right? it. Pile it on. Yeah, yeah pile it on. <laughs> no, I actually would like to see them do um, myself but yeah I, but yeah I don't have them at the top of the conference I should have at the top of the conference the Denver Nuggets. I think Ooh. this is the year it all comes together for them in the regular season. I also think, too, they actually have a very important home court advantage over a lot of teams. I think home court advantage in the NBA has kind of flattened out quite a bit, with the exception of maybe five or six um, arenas. And I think Denver is one of the best ones. Um, you have not only the altitude factor, but they've got great crowds. The, those fans are, they, they just love that team and Jokic and those guys. And they're I agree. A very I think valuable
1: mascot as well
2: yeah but that's it yeah yeah apparently right i know man i I should have gone a t- full different direction in my life path here um but yeah i i just think it all comes together i've got them at the top of the conference i have the clippers right behind them um and then i have phoenix and then i have golden state and that's kind of my tear break
0: um mm-hmm.
2: I just think golden state knows they don't need to push super hard in the regular season. They're fine. Get home court advantage in the first round. You're good. I think Phoenix has probably hit that point too. Both of those two teams obviously have some questions to answer about just the way things have gone. uh, Let's say from the start of the summer through the last week or so. Um, So there's some things there. My next two teams making it in, I I moved Minnesota. Up here, I think mm-hmm. Minnesota is going to be a really Really good regular season team And then, man, I looked at it Way longer than I should admit That I looked at the this grouping From Minnesota at 5 Through New Orleans at 8 I had Minnesota, Dallas, Memphis, and New Orleans I went back and forth a bunch I'm going to go with Dallas just from the Luca factor alone. I think Luca's good enough himself mm-hmm. to drag that team into the top six. And since I kind of stepped on it a little bit, I'll go into my play in teams here, Memphis and new Orleans, but right behind Minnesota and Dallas. I have from Minnesota at 48 wins and I have new Orleans at 45. So that's about as close as you can get um, in terms of wins from five to eight. Mm-hmm. Then I promise I'm not doing it just because you're my buddy. I have the Lakers at nine. I do think they have obviously enough to get into the play in tournament. Um, I'd be very disappointed if they did not. And it's also very important to remember, there's no reason to tank because the Pelicans can swap picks with them. So there's no reason for the Lakers at any point in the year to bottom things out. Um, Then, man, I wanted to do it. I wanted to pick the Kings so bad. I just, if Portland's got a healthy Damian Lillard, I just don't see how they miss out on at least going to the play-in tournament. Um, so I have Portland as the tenth team and making the play-in.
1: So, all right, on the your bit about the Nuggets, so I have to admit the Nuggets were in consideration to be my top team, and as I went through things, they kept getting pushed down because yeah. I keep I, I have this feeling that given what they've went through injury wise, they're going to be a little bit gun shy about playing me. like second night of back to back. So sure. that's why they kept. Dropping, and I just, the more I look at it, the higher I get on the Pelicans. So, so they kept jumping up and pushing. other. Yep. Anyway, but like if you told me the Nuggets win the Western Conference, again, wouldn't be surprised. Anybody in that top five or top six, if they were to finish the season number one in the West, I would say, yep, that, that could definitely be be accurate uh my let let me give you one one couple
2: things too because i think memphis and new orleans fans might be like hey you're kind of low on us memphis i think without jaron jackson jr to start the year i'm a little bit worried about what what that looks like i think too they could be the team that plays really almost just as well as they did a year ago but just the strength of the conference costs them a handful of wins so they slide and then new orleans i just i guess i'm kind of in I just kind of want to see it all come together. i on the court. There's just a lot of moving parts there that haven't played together very much. So I just want to see it. I hope, you know, it's in the mix, but I mean, you're you're like you said i mean i just have them just behind you know chasing you know teams right that are in the assured thing so just you know it, it, any order there kind of put put it in a hat pull it out and i'm probably gonna say sure i i'm not gonna argue that very much but
1: sorry to step on you go go into your play-in team no 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 you're, you're fine there so my play-in teams i've got the wolves i've got my lakers my homer pick there i've got the mavs and again like the Mavs could be in the top tier and and it would be the West is ridiculous this year. Yeah. Like most years, it's, it was last year that the West was like super forgiving. The Lakers said, whatever. No, thank you. We're not interested. But the last year, the West was super forgiving. There were so many injuries this year. I've got the West getting back on track and just being absolutely brutal again. So I've got the Mavs um, sitting third in this tier. I can't say for sure that's where they're going to. Luca is absolutely brilliant. He's one of my MVP candidates, and that's been part mm-hmm. of my struggle. Can I give him the MVP and then say, here they're you going to be the si- <laughs> sitting in the nine seed in the yeah. play-in? Like that's that's difficult. I just think the loss of Jalen Brunson is going to matter. I think Spencer Dinwiddie can mitigate it to a degree, mm-hmm. but I've got the map sitting there. I did go ahead and bump up the Kings. I'm a little concerned about Lillard. He did suffer an injury last year. Didn't quite look like himself. There's talk about, you know, well, is the injury repaired? Is he, you know, back to, if he's back to truly being himself, then the Blazers probably get this spot. If he's not though, I'm kind of high on and it's, it's weird, but I'm high on the Kings. I'm, I, I like, like what we've seen out of Ke- Keegan Murray. Mm-hmm. I think they could be a threat to get into this play in tournament. So I've got them there as the last team. in that tier for me.
2: It would also be the absolute most Kings thing ever that in a year where there are two incredible players <laughs> right. for them to make the play in and then not end up with one of the great players. Right. That's like a that, good point. That, that would be the most, most Kings thing ever. So, all right. So, so you, you flip flop Portland and Sacramento, I think in uh-huh. just, again, in terms of, I cause I did do win predictions. I have Portland at 39 wins. I have uh, Sacramento at 38. So I've got them right. You know right next to each other uh there and you know that's probably just a matter now Houston i'm gonna put houston in the detroit orlando bucket where i think they're just gonna be naturally bad because they're so young i just they're not ready to win yet um then okc utah san antonio i think uh utah by the time it really starts to matter Mike Conley, Jordan Clarkson, Ruby Gay, handful of those guys, they're, they're either not going to be playing or they're going to be off that team. Um, so I think they're going to really, they might be a team that starts something like, you know, 10 and eight. And then all of a sudden it's like, eh, maybe it'll be a little frisky. And then all of a sudden it's like, none of these guys are playing anymore. And last year, you know, like,
1: well, the, it was for a different reason, but like the Wizards last year at one point yes. were the one seed in the East and yeah. then suddenly they're just nosedive.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then OKC, I, I mean, Chat's out for the year. We already know SGA starting the season hurt. We've already seen they'll pivot very, very quickly into saying, nope, let's just, you know, bottom out Spurs. I mean, Pop openly kind of said it as, you know, as much as he could there. So I, I've got those four teams at the bottom, and I've got them with, you know, some of the worst, worst record Just since we're here, my top three in the lottery, then, just by my record predictions, okay. would be San Antonio, Utah, and Indiana.
0: indeed.com slash blue wire terms and conditions apply need to hire you need indeed
1: so i've got at the bottom my bottom tier i've got the blazers again damian lillard's health is the big question mark there and, and how what level he can play on uh the rockets i think they are trying to win like the players are going to try to win they're going to do everything they can there uh, i've got okc particularly without holmgren utah i agree with you i think they're going to part ways with some of these veteran guys they're going to do what they can to bottom out and then I'll take Pops' advice as well on the Spurs. I'm putting them bottom of the conference. Um, yeah. I'm we'll not going to argue. with When you've got the coach saying, don't bet on us, I'm, exactly. I'm going to listen in that in that case. So um, that's <laughs> the bottom of my conference. I, I really think it's going to be an insanely tight tank. Like, mm-hmm. like one or two wins could separate. And it's weird because normally we think of losses. But one or two wins is going to separate the bottom teams where fan bases are going to be looking back and being like, Man, we could have X percent more better chance of winning (laughs) if we just hadn't won that game. Come on, why didn't we win that game on Tuesday night
2: in, you know, Utah? Like, what were we thinking? Yeah, exactly. Um, I I think the people who hate tanking are going to be absolutely disgusted, uh, this year, especially, you know, post Christmas. Uh, I think you're going to have teams you know, full on more We're, we're, we're bottom. We're out, you know, starting right around then it might be, you know, all right. You know, once a week in a home game, you'll, you'll get the regular guys to appease the home fans. And then after that we're going, we're not going to go through our full round by round playoff uh, stuff here, but we will give you our East finals, our West finals and our NBA finals for me in the East finals. I'm going with, so remember I had Boston, Philly, uh, uh-huh. Milwaukee is my top three. I'm going to go with Boston and Milwaukee. I just, Philly's got to prove it to me. James Harden's got to prove it to me. They got to prove to that. They can get Joel Embiid all the way there before I pick them to get out of the second round. So I want to go with Boston and Milwaukee. I think, you know, by the time it all really matters, they will be the two best teams in the conference.
1: I also have uh, Boston and Milwaukee making it through uh, the 76ers. I think will have something to say about that, but I've built Boston, Milwaukee in the, as the best teams in the conference. Did you say who you had making it through there? I didn't yet. I was gonna
2: wait, and then we'd say our final. Okay,
1: our got it, got it. So I have Boston and Milwaukee. To jump over to to the West, I'm going. I, I I'm gonna stick with the Golden State Warriors. I'm gonna say they make it through again. They've proven for so many years now that when they're healthy, they are one of the best teams. And I'm gonna say the Clippers are there to meet them in the Western Conference Finals. Uh, we will see if they can break that that Clippers curse though, and not fall to pieces come uh, come playoff time.
2: And I and I know that hurt. I know those. Oh it did. it absolutely hurts, it absolutely right? did. Like I
1: said, we could, and this is this is the stuff of nightmares for Lakers fans, we could be looking at a Clippers Celtics NBA finals this year, and then there's just no reason to watch. There's no way to watch that. There's no positive outcome from, from a Lakers fan's perspective.
2: Right at that point, you're just hoping the the league's like, "Hey, we need to cancel the finals."
1: For says, some reason, just right? Somebody pulls the plug, <laughs> kicks the court out of the wall, something. Exactly. Like <laughs> um, my West
2: Finals, so I also have uh, the Clippers there, and I have the Nuggets there. I I believe in this Denver team. I, I think their additions of Bruce Brown and Contavious Caldwell Pope clean up their perimeter wing defense. Um, they obviously can score that crap out of the ball with Jokic and Murray and Porter. I, I just, I think they've got all the necessary pieces uh, to make a deep run. I think Zeke Naji and Bones Highland are both going to step into rotation roles as young players and really be just fine for, for Denver. I, I I'm very high on this, this Denver team. So we've got Denver and the Clippers meeting in the finals. And Trevor, I'm promised I already had this. I can show you my document. Oh, that's gross. The Celtics Clippers NBA oh, finals. Oh, so gross. And I'm picking the Celtics to bring home the <laughs> team. Okay. I all right. I, I know great right? people people might be saying, you yeah, know, that's a homer pick. It, it maybe it is
1: but they were right there. It it would be a Homer pick if the Celtics were like the sixth seed and bound bound out in the first round last year. It's not a Homer pick when the team was in the finals last year. Nobody, nobody should give you grief about that.
2: And and they got better. They got Malcolm Brogdon and he, you know, you know, I, I try not to go too crazy over preseason, but when he's played, he's been exactly what this team needs. Um, you know, he moves the ball, he's steady. Um, they had a stretch in a preseason game the other day where Marcus Smart—I don't know what he was doing. He was throwing the ball. He tried to throw an off-the-backboard pass in traffic in the lane. It was like he was just playing ridiculous stuff. And Joe Mazzulla instantly pulled Smart off the court, put Malcolm Brogdon in, and everything settled down. And that's exactly what they want. Those games against the Warriors where they were having 20 turnovers and throwing the ball over the gym, that's where Brogdon's going to come in. Now, he's got to get there. He's got to make it to that point of the season healthy. So we'll see what happens. But I think the Celtics also have enough depth at the guard position where it's, all right, hey, you got a little bit of an ankle thing going on? Go sit out for a week if that's what you need. We go from there. So yeah, so I'm I'm picking the Celtics over the Clippers. I just think when I look at it, these I think they shape up to be the two teams I trust the most. But before, you know, you give your pick, I do want to say Denver, Warriors, Suns, Bucks, 76ers. Anything. There's a world where the Nets, you know, I could could see, you know, making it there. Um, I, you know, it is there. You could give me, you know, all those teams. I just rattled off with like eight different teams that could win it. It wouldn't surprise me. I think there's that many good quality teams and one of the teams I didn't mention, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, Cleveland or Toronto or Miami or, you know, Dallas, New Orleans, one of those teams is going to be better uh, than what we think right now. And then one of those teams I did mention is probably going to be worse and everything's going to kind of go sideways and they'll fall apart. But I think the league is super deep in really good teams. And I think there's a ton of parity at the top right now. You, I don't feel I, if you had to, if I had to put a confidence interval on Boston Clippers as the finals, it'd be like five percent, right? Exactly, what I'd feel
1: like that's and that's what's crazy. You think about all those years where it was just, hey, the Warriors are coming out of the West because that's just what's going to happen, right? Yep, yep. Warriors, Cavs, Warriors, Cavs, four in. years yep. in, like it's not. Yep. We're not living in that world anymore. There's so yep. many different teams where you could say, like, like we were doing in our tiers, the six seed. In both of our tiers, I could say, oh, that team could easily be the one seed, right? Like yeah. you just, there's that much parity. So that's, I think that's going to make for an exciting season. But mm-hmm. I do have, it pains me to say, I've got the Clippers getting through uh, to the finals. Again, I think that depth is going to, is going to matter. Look, it, it's, yeah, a little bit me applying the jinx there. Who knows? Come playoff time, Clippers are going to clip. Maybe they wind up just kind of doing their, their typical thing and, and they collapse. They blow a three one series lead and something one like that.
2: Quick thing too. Yeah. Their depth doesn't matter in the playoffs if right. Kawhi or PG is not there. Correct. They're, then then it's like that's great. Their depth is overwhelming in the regular season. But once you get to the playoffs, you gotta have Kawhi and PG. They gotta be able to be themselves and go every single playoff game because it's not then the depth is nice, but it doesn't really matter. You need the stars to be ready to play
1: come the spring and the summer. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's 100% correct. Because we know playoff rotations, you get down to like an eight man rotation and your depth isn't quite as important, assuming everybody is healthy out there. And if they're not, then it doesn't matter anyway. That's just the nature Mm -hmm. of superstar level play in the NBA and why those guys matter so much. But uh, I've got the Clippers getting through in the Western Conference. And if you told me it's the Warriors, if you told me it's the Nuggets, the Suns, whoever, like I can, I can buy it. Uh, in the East, I've got the Bucks getting through. I feel like last year the Bucks were—you could argue—were a Chris Middleton injury away from making another run um, yep. to the finals. I felt like they were getting slept on a little bit last year, strangely, and I feel like they're going to be uh, another tough out in the finals this year. So I have Bucs Clippers, and I have—I have to at least give myself something to look forward to. So I've got the I've got the Bucks uh, winning it winning it all this year, if only to. Allow me to sleep a little better at night <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love it yeah it's uh, You know obviously in, in our Hearts uh, I think we both uh, Would love to see let's break that Tie with a Celtics Lakers sure. finals Right I just I, I just don't it's, Somehow I don't think that's in the cards uh, th- right. This year but but we'll see if we, we Get there but yeah I you know So recap I have Celtics over Clippers in the finals Trevor has bucks Over Clippers in the finals so we're Both uh, you know feeling the Clippers a little Bit here but mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I I, I really do. I, I think we are headed for one of the more fun and enjoyable seasons. Cause even those bad teams are super interesting. Like, like I like it's obviously I'm very close to it living here in Orlando. They're gonna be bad, but boy, they're gonna be fun to watch. Yeah, you know, with Paulo and Franz. And they're talking about playing lineups with Bamba carter Paolo, and franz all together um on Gosh. the court like that's easily going to be the big you know i don't care who they put in at guard that's the biggest lineup in the league and you know they're going to mess around with a lot of different stuff um you know the rockets have i mean just so many kids that are just going to be fun to watch the thunder eventually when they get you know obviously won't be chet but some of their other guys you know and then even the middle of the pack teams you know there i was trying to go through and i was trying to find a team so a friend challenged me with you know tell me one team you're like yeah i'm good i, I don't really want to watch them i think the closest i got to was chicago i, okay. I just and, and it's not that i think chicago's gonna be bad or anything i think i'm just kind of like Without Lonzo, I just, hey, you know, but – i'm still not like if you know chicago's playing at seven eastern and there's no other game on it's so like i'm gonna be like well I'll, I'll, i'm not gonna watch like i'm gonna watch and you know i'll, I'll enjoy because i like zach lavine i like demar derozan i like vucevic but you know i owe or we're not doing news today but named the bulls starting point guard yep. um the second year player played pretty good as a rookie so yeah e- even them like i think they're probably the team i'm least excited about but like I- i'm still like yeah no they- they'll be fine but they'll be an enjoyable watch so yeah there's no Nobody, I'm looking at and being like, yeah, I might get there with the Hornets pretty quickly. <laughs> I feel like yeah. maybe the Jazz, you know, yeah. Well, depends we'll on how, how
1: long Lamelo was out. That That's that exactly, is yeah. a major factor in yeah. their watchability. Yeah. The the Bulls. What's interesting there with that pick is that they were one of the most fun teams at the start of last season. Remember, there was a that first like yeah. month or two. They were great. They were they were a blast. They were flying up and down the floor. They were pulling off all kinds of stuff. Um, yeah. They were a lot of fun. But those injuries have just really taken their toll. Mm-hmm. You know it. Like, I think I have probably the Spurs at the bottom of my list. Yeah, I know, I know you're a big Keldon Johnson guy. The yeah. pop factor certainly. <laughs> <That's>, helps, yeah, <laughs> but I don't want to give a team credit because their coach is entertaining. You know what I mean? So I've got what, the Spurs probably at the bottom of my of my list.
2: Yeah, for me with the Spurs, it'll be like checking in on like, all right, what what are Josh Primo and Devin mm-hmm. Vassell doing? You know, it's going to be kind of checking in on their kids. But yeah, it, it's it's probably a good thing that the Spurs hit in that like eight and eight 30 window a lot here on the East coast where there's already games going on. And I'm just kind of like, Oh yeah, the Spurs are on. I probably, I, yeah, I'm, I'm probably not going to be watching a ton of San Antonio, even OKC at times But then OKC does crazy stuff. Like they put Giddy and Poku in a million yeah. pick and rolls and, you know, Poku's either finishing off a crazy thing or he's throwing the ball 30 rows you know, into the seats passes that, you know, when Benyama couldn't even catch and it's like, you know, all right. You no, know, did he murder someone with that pass? Like what is happening here? So <laughs> Are the like, fans okay? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like that, that video that gets shared of the ladies looking at her phone and gets pegged in the oh, head. Yeah. Court side. yeah. Be careful at OKC games. Like they, they like to throw the ball in the seats, but yeah, I, I really do. I mean, I love this. This is my favorite thing in the world you know. To, to watch. It's my favorite form of entertainment is the NBA. But I really do think this is a great season. I think we've got a lot of individual stars stepping forward as well, too. We'll probably get into a little bit of that tomorrow as we talk our awards picks. But, yeah, I'm super excited for the season to come.
1: I really think, too, when we're talking about these lower-tier teams that maybe aren't going to be that exciting, what is going to be exciting is you watch their games and you start thinking – if they win the lottery, yeah. Put Yama on the floor. What what does yep. that look like? <laughs> How could these pieces fit with that? And I think that's gonna be the interesting subplot throughout the entire mm-hmm. season for the, for that tier of teams.
2: Yeah, without a doubt. Yeah, we're definitely gonna be be monitoring that. And then, you know, and then Yo, all right what if they don't get but they get scoot how does he fit in there too right and then then we'll we'll you know i know myself i'll fall in love with four or five other kids in the draft class too by the time we get there and i know it's supposed to be a pretty good draft i i'll be completely honest i i don't have in-depth thoughts on a lot of those other guys i know a lot of them i've started to look into them a little bit i know a bunch of other guys can play but yeah by the time we get you know mid-season or so i'll start to know more about those guys and yeah it's 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 going to be a lot of fun this year i i can't wait you know we're only only five
1: days away from from it all all starting up for real right that's right that's right here we go uh all right everybody let us know what do you think about our our rankings do you agree do you disagree how do you see things playing out throughout the season in both conferences give us your thoughts in the comment section again appreciate everybody for joining us make sure you do subscribe we're trying to bring that subscriber count up so thank you guys for hitting that subscribe button don't forget to turn on notifications as well Until next time, everybody, see ya and stay safe.